0: of the Strictly Stripes podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Gillis, and I am joined by absolutely no one. Uh, tonight, I am going to be the only one on this podcast. We're going to do a quick little solo show. Uh, there's some news that we want to get to. There's some interesting topics that we want to get to here as we uh, as we kind of get closer and closer to training camp here. Uh, I want to remind you guys to uh, go check out the podcast that we did yesterday. With Jimmy Watkins and myself, we talked about AFC North teams and ranked their off seasons. Uh, I still disagree with Jimmy's take that the Bengals are going to miss the playoffs. That was uh, that was pretty surprising <laughs> to me, and and I'm sure it was uh, to those of you that listened. Um, but he did have some good things to say about the Bengals. I would recommend you all go listen to that. Uh, we had some other good episodes earlier in the week. You know, with the Browns talk crew. You know, we talked about quarterback drafts. We had a coaches draft. We had a lot of different things going on. Really, really fun. Really, really exciting. So I would recommend that you guys go check that out. Uh, the reason I'm solo tonight is that Muhammad Ahmad is finishing up his vacation. So like I said, you know, we we wish him the best as he's finishing up his last few days of, uh, of summer vacation and hope that he's enjoying his rest and relaxation time. Uh, I will be off next week, so hopefully I will be enjoying my rest and relaxation time very soon. But... Uh, The big news of of the night on Friday, as we record this, is that Joe Mixon has a new contract. That has been something that has been discussed, frankly, for months around Cincinnati, around the NFL. You know, what is Joe Mixon's deal going to look like? And now on Friday night at, as I look at this, 7.57, a report from Adam Schefter came through that Joe Mixon's contract will be restructured. Uh, He had $9.4 million in non-guaranteed base salary. Uh, That was due to him this season. And he had a higher cap number than that. His cap number was set to be 12 million, uh, or I should say 12.79 million, which is 5.7% of this year's cap. Uh, Those numbers are going to go down. You would imagine with, with kind of whatever the restructure is, we'll wait to see what exactly those numbers are. But, you know, I mean, here we are. This is kind of the first move that we had been talking about all season long or all off season long that if the Bengals were going to do anything with Joe Mixon, it would have to start with, you know, uh, a contract restructuring. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, You know, we finally get this news. It comes across on Friday, a couple of weeks before training camp. And, you know, to me, this signals two things. One, that you know the Bengals are still comfortable with Joe Mixon as their starting running back. You know Zach Taylor said so after the draft when they replaced Chase Brown in the fifth round. They they replaced or they they drafted him to replace Samaj Pe Ryan. You have that. You have that tandem kind of coming back with with uh, Trayvon Williams and Chris Evans. Now all of a sudden you got a, a running back uh, quartet with Joe Mixon, Chase Brown, Trayvon Williams, and Chris Evans. And they seem comfortable with that, and, and that's the number one thing that, personally, that I have been kind of looking at here. That is the number one thing that strikes me when you're when you're talking about this. You know, this is a this is a, a move that you make, and and Joe Mixon has made this move now to restructure his deal because you want to win a Super Bowl, you want to be around for this run, you want to try and win with the team that drafted you. Uh, and obviously that's, uh, that's pretty important, but the second thing, and obviously we don't know what the numbers are yet. We're going to probably find those out over the next couple of days, if not weeks here. Um, but you know, one of the things that I think that this really does, and, and I think that this is pretty clear is that this opens up the portal, if you will, to a Joe Burrow extension, to a potential T Higgins extension, to a potential Logan Wilson extension. These are players That the Bengals want to keep, you know, you're obviously keeping Joe Burrow. That's that's not a debate. Joe Burrow is going to be around. T. Higgins, that has kind of been one of the more fascinating questions of the NFL offseason. Is what are the Bengals going to do with T. Higgins? And you know, uh, Duke Tobin mentioned at the combine, and a couple times uh, you hear from different you know coaches or whoever around the Bengals that. Look, this is not, you know, this is not a player that we're interested in trading. This is somebody that we want to keep. He's a he's a structural part of our team. And now, if you're able to lower his cap hit for 2023, or Joe Mixon's cap hit, I should say, and you can just get yourself another four or five million dollars, that four or five million dollars, that might matter a whole heck of a lot when you're talking about uh about what to do with Joe Mixon. So uh and what to do with with the rest of your contract guys, frankly. So We'll see kind of what this what this leads to. Um, you know, as we record this, it's July 14th, and you know, we got a week until until rookies report, you know, the veterans report a few days later. And I mean, this is this is the time that if if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. You know, we we had debated on this podcast before about when is the right day to do the Joe Burrow contract extension? When is the correct day? When do you want to to market this? How do you wanna market this? And now you've got that opportunity. Now you're there. Now you're available to do this. So, yeah, I think that this, you know, t- to me, it signals two things. One that, you know, I wrote the other day that I thought the Bengals still needed help at running back. I think that this would kind of indicate that, you know, help is not on the way, that, that they're comfortable kind of rolling with what they have at the running back position, considering Joe Mixon's going to come in this season with a lower dollar figure and a lower cap hit. Um, so that'll help the Bengals out. I don't really imagine that they would use this money on free agents that are currently out on the market. You know, you kind of look at the running back market, and there are some interesting names: Zeke Elliott, Leonard Fournette, James Robinson, Dalvin Cook. I don't think they're going to use it there. I don't think they're going to use it to sign a tight end and bring somebody else in. Of course, they could, and make me look wrong. But um, you know, I I think that this is kind of this is the impetus. This is the first step in in kind of the start of the moves that they're going to make. Over the next month or so, um, you know, this is going to be kind of the wrap up to this off season, the start of the 2023 season and and kind of this was the first move that you had to make. Um, you know, everybody kind of assumed that Joe Mixon was not going to play at his current cap hit at his current dollar figure. Well, now we have that for certain. Now we have that, of course, written down. We know that Joe Mixon will be making less. And, you know, I think that, uh, I think this will, I mean, I, this is something that if you've been following the Bengals, which a lot of you have, and I'm sure all of you have, you absolutely know that this was coming, that this was going to happen. So now that it's happened, I think that you can kind of move on and start business with the rest of the off season. So again, Joe Mixon news breaking on Friday night that he's agreed to a restructured contract. Details are not yet available, but. We're going to have that for you on uh, cleveland.com slash Bengals. We're going to obviously have everything that comes with that as soon as we can, as soon as that information becomes notable. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to bringing you that information. We're uh, I'm going to take a quick break here, take a sip of water as I'm doing this by myself, and we'll uh, we'll come back. We're going to talk Bengals top 25, and we're going to read some why I'm a Bengals fan stories from you guys, the listeners. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome back to the strictly po- strictly stripes podcast solo edition with just me, Andrew Gillis. Uh, you know, in the first half of the show, kind of talked about Joe Mixon and and kind of what his contract restructuring means, what it's going to do, and, and kind of how everything is going to unfold. So, uh, you know, that's uh, you know that that's going to be an interesting part of you know whatever uh, whatever comes next. But you know, something that I wanted to talk about too is. Um, you know, we're doing a Bengals top 25 series, if you've been following along, and I hope you have. Uh, if not, go check it out. We've been doing a top 25 series where we've been ranking the top 25 Bengals going into the 2023 season. Uh, and as we kind of move down this list here, uh, we're we're getting there. We're we're, <laughs> we're right at the halfway point. Uh, you know, the last time we did one of these, we had Mike Hilton checking in at number 13. Now we've got Jermaine Pratt checking in at number 12 linebacker who had, you know, arguably his best season uh, as, as a pro with the, with the Bengals in his fourth year last season. So, you know, Jermaine Pratt, this is, this is a unique signing for me. This is, you know, w- one of the guys who he entered the, the off season without a contract, his, his, uh, his deal was up. And you just kind of looked at it and went, well, you know, this, this is probably the end of the line for, for Jermaine Pratt. You know, this, I, I just can't imagine that he would come back. You know, you've got Akeem Davis Gaither there. He's played well when he's been called upon. You just kind of assumed, and you know what they say when you assume, but you just kind of assumed that, you know, Jermaine Pratt, that, that his time was up in Cincinnati. And frankly, there was a lot of evidence, you know, he had made comments about, you know, wanting to get on the field on third downs, not wanting to be taken off the field, and and kind of wanting to play an every down role. And it just kind of felt like Jermaine Pratt's time in Cincinnati was was ending and he was going to go, you know, get a pretty big deal elsewhere. But Jermaine Pratt signs a four year deal, or excuse me, a three year deal uh, with $20 million to stay with the team for another three seasons. Um, So he's obviously played four seasons with the team that's going to take him, you know, up till his age, 30 season. So, you know, it was a surprise move for me that they brought him back. I didn't think that they were going to, um, but I mean, certainly you're getting a really talented football player. I mean, Jermaine Pratt is somebody last year, he had 99 tackles, you know, he was, he was on the field a lot. Uh, You know, he um, played in, in 15 games. He had two interceptions, you know, you just, you felt comfortable with him, on the field you know i mentioned you know his, uh, his he him wanting to be on the field more he actually played more percentage of the defensive snaps than he had in his in in any of his prior 3 seasons uh you know according to pro football reference he played 76% of the Bengals defensive snaps in 2022 uh that's a pretty solid number especially in today's nfl for a linebacker like that you know when you have Von Bell, Jesse Bates, Cam Taylor Britt for half the season, Shelby and Mike Hilton, you know, the numbers, the numbers kind of change a little bit. And, uh, you know, when you got Jermaine Pratt available, um, you know, it, and he just kind of gives you that extra option. So, you know, for me, I, uh, I was surprised to see it that he's coming back, but you look at what Jermaine Pratt can give you and He's a really good football player. You know, I, I think you you pair him with a Logan Wilson and you have to be feeling really, really good about what you're going to get from, from those two moving forward. Now, Logan Wilson, like I said, you know, kind of at the top of the show when talking about Joe Mixon, he is entering a contract year. So, you know, you're guaranteed one more year with Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt. But I think you're feeling pretty good about those two going into – the, uh, going into the 2023 season. Um, you know, as I kind of look at the rankings here, I had Jermaine Pratt at, at 13. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, Mike had him at 12. Um, you know, Muhammad had him a little bit higher at nine. Uh, you know, we, we had, we had kind of the roughly in the same, in the same ballpark with Jermaine Pratt. He's, he's obviously a pretty impactful player. And I think it's, I think it's fair to say that, you know, you can expect more out of that going into year two uh, or year one, excuse me, of this new contract and year five of his Bengals career. Uh, you know, I think with Logan Wilson, that that tandem, you just have to feel really good about it. It's not a Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen tandem. Sorry to say Bengals fans. You know, it's not, you know, a, a tandem, you know, with a, uh, you know, with with some of the, you know, other elite linebackers. You know, you don't have a, you know, an all pro linebacker patrolling uh patrolling kind of the uh, the middle of the field there in Cincinnati but i mean it's you'd be hard pressed to to feel anything other than very confident about Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt going into this year so you know Jermaine Pratt gets a new deal 3 years like i said 20 million dollars um you know in uh in this year he's going to make 5 million dollars 5.4 million dollars against the cap it's going to go up a little bit each year 6.8 million in 2024 and 7.9 in 2025 to take him to the end of that contract. So Jermaine Pratt will be back, and, uh, you know, I, uh, I think it'll be a positive for the Bengals defense. Uh, not going to do a long show for you tonight, like I mentioned, um, as it's just me here, but, uh, you know, do want to get to. Um, One quick service announcement uh, before we end with why I'm a Bengals fan. I want to remind you guys to sign up for our subtext service. Uh, You want to text your name to 513-949-4147. Basically what a subtext service is, if you don't know, you're going to learn everything you need to know about the Bengals and it's going to get sent right to your phone. Anything you need to know about what's going on with Joe Mixon, what's going on with Jermaine Pratt, you know, anything we see at training camp, any takes we have about what somebody says, what somebody thinks, it's the quickest way to get your Bengals news. It's going to get sent right to your phone. You don't have to worry about signing up for 18 different social media platforms. You don't have to worry about rate limits on Twitter. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. It's a very easy service. It's very easy to quit. You uh, you just text stop if you don't want to unsubscribe, or if you want to unsubscribe, excuse me, Very, very easy to do. So you're not going to be looped into anything. You're going to have a good time. And it's going to be a very, very cool and interesting way to kind of get your Bengals news uh, throughout the season. So I want to remind you guys to all sign up for that. Uh, Before I get out of here and start my vacation officially, I want to read two Bengals fan responses. I want to thank you guys for sending those in. Um, You know, we we do appreciate that, Um, you know, you can, uh, you can obviously send those to us at uh, cleveland.com slash Bengals. We have a story for you with a link. You can go send those in. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you became a Bengals fan. I'm uh, going to read two of them. First off, Alan from Ada. Uh, this is what he had to say. I started out as a mild Browns fan at age nine in 1969. Leroy Kelly, Bill Nelson, etc. The following summer, the Cincinnati Reds started the season hot. They won 70 out of their first 100 games, I believe. Oh, wow. I have to check that out if they actually won 70 out of their first 100. That's something crazy. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) they were huge in our area, so I became a fan of them. After baseball season, it made sense to keep all my favorite teams in one city, so I switched to the Bengals and have been loyal ever since. And Again, that was Alan from Ada. I want to thank him for sending in that note. I, uh, I do respect him wanting to root for the same city's teams. I do kind of get annoyed sometimes when you meet people who just kind of have these random fandoms you know, they, you know, Duke basketball and the Pittsburgh Steelers and, you know, the Boston Celtics, and you get all these different teams from all over the place. So respect for Alan from Ada. Uh, last one. We're going to get to for today. Phillips Smith from Maslin, Ohio. Uh, Phillips says I was born in Maslin, Ohio and moved to Cleveland when I was three. My parents were Browns fans until Paul Brown left them. And in 68 in 68, when the when the Bengals were formed by Paul Brown, that was the team they backed. As I grew, I also learned to love the Bengals and have been fan to this, have been a fan to this day. I made it through the down years, the Please Don't Remind Me years, the I Hate the 49ers years, the Andy Can Get Us years. Well, maybe Andy can get us there. No Andy has to go years, and now Joey B. I just love this team for obvious reasons, but from the front office down, it's just a different organization and a different feel than I have witnessed over the past 50 years. I believe Paul Brown is looking down and smiling at smiling at, at where Houdé Nation is right now, and we are right there with him, smiling and on our way to our first Super Bowl win in 2023, Houday. That was from Philip Smith in Masson, Ohio. So Philip Smith. Predicting a Bengals Super Bowl run and not just a run, a Super Bowl championship. So Phillip's feeling pretty good about uh, where the Bengals are headed, headed into the 2023 season. So that's gonna be it for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this thing here. Uh, you know, talked about Joe Mixon, talked about Jermaine Pratt in one of our top 25 Bengals, read some fan submissions from why I'm a Bengals fan. Want to remind you guys to keep submitting those. Muhammad Ahmad's gonna take you the rest of the way next week. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And as always, you can find our podcast anywhere you get your podcast: Apple Pod, Apple Spotify, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you can listen. So, thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of. You.